0: Recording. You're up.
1: Good morning again. Good morning. Thank you all for coming and staying and some of you coming back. That's really, really cool. I appreciate that so much. So today I want to give you a quick and easy rundown of what a deacon is. Um, it's been many years since we've had a deacon at this church, um, and not, not that I can remember, actually. So it's an exciting um, potential time for, for us to have another one, hopefully next year. Me. <laughs> so what you have in front of you is, you have, I hope everybody has this handout that says what is a deacon, and that's actually going to give you um, just some, some quick points, some reference from the Book of Common Prayer and some um, scripture references that will tell you kind of the biblical precedent for deacons. Um, So to me, a deacon is a child of God, a deacon is a servant, a deacon is a teacher, and a deacon is a pastor. Now, all of these things are true, and all deacons can be called to be all of these things in a parish. Or they can be called to do um, to do more specific things, and that really depends on the needs of the rector and the needs of the bishop at the time. Uh, the deacons technically belong to the bishop, and the bishop can place a deacon anywhere in the diocese. Um, It it is my open prayer that Bishop Howard will elect to put me here. Um, But he always has that prerogative to move the deacons around. Um, We stand as deacons at the edge of the church door. So it it can be said that um, we have one foot inside the church and one foot outside the church. So our job is to interpret to the church the needs, concerns, and hopes of the world, and to show Christ's people that in serving the helpless, they are serving Christ themselves. So deacons are ordained, just like priests. And this is important. um, Deacons are a full and equal order who assist bishops and priests in the governance of the church. And the proclamation of the gospel and the administration of the sacraments. So it can be construed sometimes that it's a hierarchy, which really, in our di- in the diocese, it is. You have the bishop, you have the priest, and you have the deacon. But the idea, as presented in the Book of Common Prayer, is that the deacons um, serve alongside the priests. Um, And again, that can vary depending on the needs of the rector in a specific church.
0: Can they
1: ask questions? Yeah, absolutely. Ask questions as I go. Yeah. What's the difference between a priest and a deacon? So, deacons are.
0: Do you repeat for those? Yes.
1: What is the difference between a priest and a deacon? Um, Deacons are specifically called for servant ministry. So um, during my discernment process, which continues, um, I felt a strong and still feel a strong call to the servant ministry. I have never envisioned myself behind the the altar. Um, It's always been as a presence, as a presence and a witness um, to the sacraments during during the service. So a priest and a deacon are different, technically, in that as a deacon we can pretty much perform any um, duty of a priest, except we cannot consecrate. We cannot do a corporate blessing. Um, I think those are the two.
0: Yeah, blessing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: so the blessing and the consecration. Anything else? We can marry. We can do funerals. Um, we can um, be a Eucharistic visitor. Baptize. We can baptize. Absolutely. Um, all of those things. So does that answer your question? Okay. Any other questions before I go on? So in the Bible, in Acts... That's where where we first see the idea of a deacon, the book of Acts. Um, The apostles were overwhelmed, and the apostles knew that in order to grow the church, they needed help. So they called seven. The one that we're most familiar with is Stephen. Stephen we consider to be the first deacon. Um, Stephen, unfortunately, had a bad ending. Um, he was stoned as he was proclaiming. Um, he was proclaiming the gospel. Um, however, he he is called the first martyr for the faith, and um, his role and the role of the seven was mainly to go out and care for. It says the widows um, and the children, and so the deacons were sent out. The apostles were doing. The apostles were doing the work too but the deacons were sent out into the community to help the apostles. Uh, The first three centuries of the church, the deacons were responsible for collecting and giving money to the poor. Um, They helped with the liturgy, and they helped in preparation for baptism. Now, I skipped ahead to 1979 with a new (laughs) prayer book, was ratified, and it encouraged a return to the values in our baptismal covenant and a renewal of servant ministry within the church. So deacons view that as as a strong the strong emphasis in our baptismal covenant. And if you haven't looked at that in a while, it's a great um, it's in the prayer book, I'm not sure. Do you know the page number? No, I don't either. Um, but the baptismal covenant, what we say when we're baptized and when we're witnessing baptism, we're reaffirming. Um, yeah, it, it is a, it's a a—it's a beautiful reminder of our, du- our, our duty as a baptized Christian. So, in 1979, deacons were happy. We're going to get back into our baptismal covenant roles. And we move to today and... We continue to find purpose and definition in our roles. Um, and like I said earlier, that it, just, it, de- it depends on the parish. It honestly does. But the, the primary calling of the deacon is servant, servant ministry to others. Deacon is a child of God. We talked about the biblical authority. We talked about the baptismal covenant. And also, if you haven't read the Catechism in a while, um, it's pretty much a handbook for for, for being a a fruitful Christian. Um, In the Catechism, the ministry is to represent Christ and his church, particularly as a servant of those in need, and to assist bishops and priests in the proclamation of the gospel and the administration of the sacraments. I think I read that earlier. Um, in our just want to go back to the baptismal covenant real quick we are called to seek and serve Christ in all persons loving our neighbor as ourselves and we are called to inspire others to live out their baptismal covenant so as a deacon um, those are some of the things that I'll focus on is living out that mission for Christ. A deacon is a servant. We have liturgical duties. We have, and we have an intentional presence. And I think that this quote from Bishop Curry is, is thought-provoking and worth a look. Deacons are not here to serve the church. Deacons are here to show us how to serve the world. I think that's kind of cool. That's a lot. <laughs> so liturgical duties, which means what you would see me or another deacon doing in church. And so I want to show you. Nope. This is not this is the first time I put one of these on. So, this is the stole that a deacon wears. And you notice that it's different from what Father Joe and Father Trent wear. Theirs goes down like this. The deacon stole goes across because it's said that um, the deacon should be ready to serve. (laughs) And... um, so, uh, it reminds me of something I read that said the deacon is the, um, the mater d' of the church service. Um, so we, we wear this cross here um, so we're ready to serve. But it's really just um, this, the stole distinguishes someone who is ordained either into the priesthood or to the diaconate. So this is what I'll get to wear. This is Father Trent's. So let based me on
0: what you said, the deacon's duties are. It's wise of a priest to engage them because the priest has the parish and the deacon has the world. That's a, <laughs> That's <a> true. <strange> <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for that. Scale. <laughs> yes. That was only you.
1: You're right? right, but it um, it's one of the benefits of having. Um, having a deacon is that we can focus on outreach, and we can focus on um, you know serving the community um, along with serving our church. And it, um, I mean, Joe's, you know, he's busy. He's really busy. He has a lot. And um, Trent is busy. He has a lot on his plate. And so, it, it would be my privilege and my honor to be able to work alongside them and help them in the ways that they need. So, during the church service, uh, the deacons set the table. Um, they prepare, the, prepare for the Eucharist. They set the chalices out. They count the bread and set the bread. Um, sometimes they serve as an acolyte. Sometimes we fill in and read the prayers of the people. <laughs> Really, it's just whatever's needed at the time. Deacons read the gospel. That's, that is a, um, that's a primary role of a deacon, and that is the only thing that I don't get to practice <laughs> until I'm ordained. Bishop Howard is, is um, very clear that that is, is an honor for an ordained person, so I will not read the gospel until hopefully my ordination I will maybe we'll see um, so deacons take the gospel into the world the role of proclamation so the deacon proclaims the gospel in the liturgy the deacon sends the people so the dismissal in the back is is that's, that's the job of a deacon going forth into the world to live out your baptismal covenant. We dismiss the people. Um, deacon is it has an intentional presence. We can't all do the work alone, and deacons help laity and other clergy lead, guide, encourage, inform, equip, and raise the awareness of all people. Ah, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's kind of a big job, but it's what we're called to do. As I said earlier, deacons are a full and equal order who assist bishops and priests in the governance of the church in the proclamation of the gospel and the administration of the sacraments. We also serve the congregation. And this is important, and I think I put this at the very top of your handout. But when when a rector invites a deacon to serve, it is an outward visible sign of the importance the church places on its congregation. The rector is saying to the parish, you are important and your needs matter. Which we already know that from Father Joe. He does a good job of... Of caring for all of us. When a, when a rector puts a deacon in the church, it is a firm statement that you, the people, and we, the people, matter. Deacons go beyond the church doors, as I said earlier. We motivate people to work together and develop their own gifts. We model grace, forgiveness, and selflessness. And model spiritual renewal through acts of service. Deacons uh, also are involved in social justice advocacy, um, defending those who have no defender, recognizing the systems and power structures that need change. So, I think the important point here. Is taking the good news of Jesus to those who would not, else, not otherwise hear it, um, and that's where going out in the community, going out in, um, you know, to St. Mary's downtown and to homeless shelters and to any outreach type things. There, the times that I've done that, I have, without exception, met someone who had never heard that Jesus loved them no matter what. They never heard that. Nobody had ever sent that to them. And so that's part of the call of a deacon is to go out and share that, to share that with people who otherwise wouldn't be exposed to that love. We can also identify and facilitate ministry opportunities while engaging the church and the community. So again, that's another connection with the church and the community. Um, we do a really good job, uh, Father Joe and uh, Lynn Eisman with the partnership with Crown Point Elementary. That is a that's an example of of a diaconal ministry. So we're going out into the community, helping them with what they need, when they need it, and where they need it. And that is, that's a great thing that's going on. Any questions from for now? Good. A deacon is a teacher. A deacon proclaims the gospel through preaching and evangelism. And a deacon can participate in Christian education with Bible study, small groups, and classes. So those are some of the things that, if needed, um, I'll be called on to do. The deacon ensures or strives to ensure that all God's people have a place at the banquet table. The diaconate is a ministry that makes concrete the inclusiveness of the gospel. And that's what, what we preached on today, is that Jesus is available to anyone. No exception. He's available to anyone. We just have to reach out. We proclaim the gospel. We preach the diaconal message of Jesus. We are called to motivate the congregation to serve the poor, the sick, and the suffering, and the helpless, and the lonely in our church as well as in the world because we're all people and we all have times when we're hurting, when we're lonely, when we feel far from God. And part of the role of the deacon is not only to be in the community but to be in the church and to be be a resource, and be a help um, for the congregation as the rector sees fit. Our faith in the power of the word qualifies the message. Our transformation and life experiences give the word relevance to those to whom which we preach. So we, I, I can say I am very much dedicated to the true word of the gospel. And along with, Father Joe has been an excellent mentor to me on that. And taking care that a message is always qualified by Scripture. And I, I'll fail at it. 100, you know, I, I will. Um, but it's my intent that any message I'm giving is fully qualified and backed up by Scripture. Evangelism. We all know St. Francis preached the gospel at all times and, when necessary, use words. Uh, Deacons model the church's witness to the gospel through words and actions in a secular context. So, this is a call. (laughs) I like to call it ministry in the grocery store, Uh, which we all are called to do. But but this is a taking... (sighs) taking the grace and the mercy that I receive from God here at the church and sharing it in the grocery store, sharing it in the pickup line, which, <laughs> car line, yeah. Um, but being a model of that, and that's hard because I'm a human and I'm broken and I'm going to fail. That's hard. But it's my call to strive to that. A deacon is a teacher, still. Christian education, something I know a little about. Um, Bible studies, small groups, and classes. And uh, it is my hope and honor that I would be able to continue um, in some form of that Christian education. Small groups, classes, Bible studies, um, wherever I'm needed. A deacon is a pastor. We demonstrate respect and reverence for all of God's creatures. We teach that God's power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Deacons become an agent of grace. We shepherd the flock. It is the gospel command to heal that gives us the basis for the shepherding task. Deacons can serve as a model of pastoral care, remembering in everything that it all comes back to Jesus. So, that is the, that's the academics. <laughs> Do you, does anybody have any questions about anything that I have shared? Phyllis. Phyllis asks if, if if Church of Our Savior shares me or if I belong to them, to us, to here exclusively. And um, I can tell you that with eighty percent certainty that you will not share me. I don't know. I don't want to put a percentage on it. It is up to the bishop. <laughs> yeah, it's up to the bishop and Father Joe. So we'll see, sissy. knowing you the way I do, you already have all the qualifications for dean, except maybe administering the sacrament. Because you have given so much to this church. You have. And um, so my question is, um, is that the last step? Did Father Joe, were you, did you go... Did you have to do all the deacon things before you went to seminary to become a priest? What's the... Do you want me to address traditional or transitional versus traditional? So
0: What's
1: the next step to being
0: a... Priest? Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I was ordained a deacon first. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll, I'll never forget that the day after I was ordained a deacon a retired bishop in our parish uh, in Charleston said, um, I always remember that I was ordained deacon first. And uh, because that is a, a, a symbol to us that we are always servants of, of the church. Um, but Beth is Beth would have to go through, because she is a what we call a vocational deacon and not a transitional deacon, she would have to go through discernment again if she felt the call to the priesthood. So that's, that's different. It is not the intention. The prayer, is, the service is exactly the same. The prayer it, But it is not the intention of um, the discernment committee or of the bishop or the commissional ministry. Everybody's been involved with this process. Or of Beth at this point. That she would become a priest. And so that discernment would is a change. Whereas for me, I was ordained deacon with the full knowledge that I would be a priest in six months or so. That, that's that's the difference here.
1: It's very much a specific call to be a deacon, and that part of the discernment process is really praying through that and looking looking for affirmation. That's the call. The thing is acting weird. Amy. Well, about because um, we know this is a this is a, it's not like a quick decision like you've been working towards this and dedicated so much time and your family has been so committed and dedicating lots of time for years. But tell us about um, like your um, you know the classes and then your tell us about your internship because it's so interesting. Okay. Sure. So I started. I sensed the call probably 2014-ish. Um, and I kept pushing it away and praying that God would say no. And I think I, I still pray that occasionally. <laughs> tell me no. It's time to tell me no. Um, I began, so I had to go through a I had to meet with a bishop get his approval. I had to meet... With a church discernment committee, which met for six months, which was made up of members here, some of them are here today, and um, a couple of people from outside the church. And that was a kind of a, an evaluation of me and my qualification for the call. And then, at the end, it was an affirmation that that they believed in my call and believed that I should proceed. The vestry approved me and I proceeded. Um, At that point, I think I met with the Commission on Ministry, which is downtown, made up of um, priests and lay people and a couple deacons. They approved me and I started school. So we started school in 2018. I took some extra time because I had a a tremendous amount going on in my life (laughs) throughout that time. School consisted of one Saturday a, week, a month at Camp Weed, and we had nine modules that we studied. We studied scripture, pastoral care, um, church, syst- like congregational systems, why we, why we function, how we function, and is that good or bad, and what can we change. Um, Preaching, scripture, theology. That was that was interesting. <laughs> Um, I think that's it. Some of the classes were two Saturdays, but so that lasted. I finished school actually in May of this year, I finished, but in the, in the middle of all that was COVID. And in the middle of all that, I was doing an internship at Baptist South as a chaplain. Um, that's part of the requirements is to serve, and to go through a course called clinical pa- clinical pastoral education, and for six months. Well, we were COVID was in full swing. Um, they needed help at the hospital, so I stayed for another six months. So I ended up being there for a year, uh, serving as a hospital chaplain. And it was tremendously rewarding. It was sometimes awful, um, but it's a ministry that I. Love, and I still I'm still hanging around. I'm an on-call. Every once in a while, I'll do an on-call from home. So that led me to the to the um, being placed in an internship, and that's what I'm doing now at St. Mary's and Green Cove Springs. That's why I'm not here usually on Sundays because I'm at St. Mary's. I began that in July and I'm learning a lot. And part of the importance of me being over there is when I'm there, I'm just the deacon in turn. I'm not the children's director. I'm not the um, family ministries. I'm not... I'm just the deacon. Now, I enjoy all those things, and I love all those things, but for my formation um, and this part of my process, I think it's so important that I can go and serve just in that role. And so I... Have a wonderful mentor there, and Mother Amy Slater. She is she's fantastic. And there is also a de- uh, deacon as well who I serve alongside, Deacon Mark Gable, and he's a wonderful resource too. So maybe that was a long answer to a <laughs> short question. So hopefully my internship will be finished at the end of the year. Deacon that inspired you to begin with? Yes. Um, Kay asked if there was a vocational deacon that inspired me to begin with, and it was um, Jeannie Beyer, our former archdeacon. Uh, she's from Tallahassee. And also our other, I mean, I didn't know Deacon Marcia Holmes until after the class started, but she's been a great inspiration to me as well. But Jeannie is the first one who approached me and said, Are you, have you ever considered a call to the diaconate? I said, what's that? <laughs> First of all, was that? And no, not at all have I considered that. Um, so she's been a great mentor to me as well. Other questions? Yes. Do
0: uh, most churches have a deacon?
1: No. Actually, um, I don't know the percentage of churches in our diocese that have a deacon, but I would say no. I would say maybe 25 percent.
0: I don't have, know. It, it tends to be either the, the very largest churches or the very smallest churches that have, that have deacons. The, those of us here in the sort of in the middle, we're definitely in the upper middle, but um, but yeah, we don't usually have deacons.
1: I think Christ Church at the Beach. I think they have four. That's... Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, any other questions? Thank you all for listening. I'm happy to, um, to talk with you at any time. I'm still on staff here, and so I'm available to you um, at any time. So please feel free to reach out. I'm happy to help in any way. Father Joe, do you have any, anything else you'd like me to address?
0: Well, I think the, the idea that um, it's a full equal ministry is, is to remind all of us that, that the ministry of leadership is not a more significant leader of ministry than the ministry of, of servanthood. They both are required. And, mm. um, and it's very difficult to do both. Mm. And so it's, I'm very excited about the prospect of having uh, Beth as our as our
1: deacon yes well thank you all for listening and for your time and um we're we done early we're done early that's
0: good 10 minutes early 10 minutes early. it will again
1: <laughs> i preached a short sermon <laughs> at saint mary's we're under 10 yeah under 10 minutes I mean, y'all can go to St. Mary's if you want. No, I'm not advocating. For but you were joking around about how we needed to get Beth uh, a jet ski Yeah, you know, from St. Mary's up here. Oh yes. So it, St. Mary's also sits on the St. Johns on the other side, cool. um, and in Green Cove Springs. So it is. Yeah, I can get a jet ski <laughs> and put a, our Savior logo. <laughs> Might be fun. Might be fun. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. we do what we have done in many